All right, Alexa, pause music. Did you, you had asked the question? Oh, I'm waiting for the one hold y'all account. I'm about to review y'all goals. Oh, okay. How the goals stand out for this week, and then we're going to get into the little topic here. Yeah. All right. So, June, since you are literally always volunteering, how are you looking on these goals that I sent last night? So um, the system that I have, it's a it's a booking system with my clients mm -hmm. and I use it um, not so much as for the booking. It's well, yes, yeah, for the booking. But I send the quotes or my proposals through there and mm -hmm. they pay and I'm paying like a super high amount. I get billed at the end of the month mm -hmm. for the following month. And um, I'm meeting with Cliff today, and that is I, like I need to transfer systems. Yep. But before I before I get rid of that, I have to have something in place. Or even if it's you can get rid of it and just do this instead, because I'm not getting like a an overflow of clients right now. But I need something to where I can send them um, formally. So, but that is going to be done by I have an appointment with him at 1:30. So that's done by the end of today. Perfect. So, um, Ashley, so you, you'll knock out at least two of your goals. And then I guess the other part of it is just making sure that um, we're sticking to the plan of, you know, getting you out of the field in January. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I accepted the uh, I have a six month um, dedication with him and I signed off on the agreement as well the other day. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good. Thank job. you, Al. Joe, how you looking? Did you follow up with all of those business cards? I followed up, well, I want to say with maybe 75% of the business cards. Um, and then I have gotten a response back <laughs> um, from it. But yes, um, in regards to the, uh, with the athletes, I'm actually meeting up with Cliff today to nice. go um, and drop those off. Uh, I'm not looking at my paper, but let me open up the email because I know I've seen it in there. Um, I, I haven't found a, a, a shipping solution. I have not. I think we were going to talk about that whenever we meet up with you. Um, yep. And actually, I'm actually texting my husband right now because we said mm -hmm. next week on Wednesday. We just haven't uh, confirmed a time just yet. But once he gives me the time, I'll actually probably be booking that before we end the call. Sweet. All right. Uh, Dana, how you looking on the goals? I know you wanted to touch on your budget and um, you was talking about if I can't, I can't remember what we were discussing about having more products or whatever the case is, but some of those goals, um, how are you looking for this week? So after yesterday's meeting, uh, it definitely helped me break down the cost of how much it is really costing me to make candy and am I profiting off of it or not? So um, now my game plan is kind of distributing my candy in a different manner to make more money off of it. Nice. Good job, man. Good job. Uh, Cliff, I'm sure you're pretty good, right? Yes. Um, based on my list, um, I submitted my budget to Mac Enterprise Consultant. <laughs> Um, I actually started, I, I killed two birds and one stone. I started working on my new website layout and the editor, I'm doing it on the editor X platform. So I actually, there's two birds and one stone, um, follow up proposals actually had a meeting yesterday, um, with a, an established business here. They like the proposals. So I'm going to go with them before their board to do that. Um, new business connections. I actually did make a connection with the St. Landry Chase bank location. Chase Bank's location and tied into their entrepreneur setting with that. So I actually made several connections at one time with that one there. Um, I also, oh, and I also updated the other one. I also updated my, my banking information at uh, the bank across the street. Right. And kind of to say, hey, y'all, y'all need to throw your LLC paperwork away. I'm not a corporation. I need right. corporate access to things. So I did that this week. So I got a lot done, more than I thought I was going to get done. 
Good job, man. And uh, for, for me, myself, I actually uh, got a lot of my goals uh, accomplished. Um, I was able to, you know, get some more training done. I was able to, um, you know, secure um, another client, if you will, um, and some other things. So this has actually been a really good week, despite all of the other things that were going on. So good job, everybody. Good job. And for the for so uh, Joel and Felicia, what happened is on Monday, um, we actually had a call going over everybody's goals for the week, and uh, this was just kind of following up on that. Uh, we okay. will, what we would like to do is make sure that you know these calls are are, are being in, in, impactful in a way, but we're you know holding each other accountable. Um, yes. It's definitely good to come in and you know get some good information, but more so like start impl uh, implementing those things. Uh, okay. One of the things I want to shout out to Felicia. Uh, her and I had a conversation. Uh, I sent her a business assessment. She completed the business assessment and I should be having some information uh, to you on that uh, before uh, Monday for sure. So uh, shout out to you, Felicia, for completing that and taking that uh, initial step as well. Go feed. I did get the um, email. I'm just, it's, it's just a lot uh, this week and next week, you guys. I did get your email to um, set up another call um, and I still, I tried to get with Cliff this week in between like my schedules, but it just yeah. didn't work out. Um, still trying to, you know, make sure I'm taking care of my business while in school, still working in the afternoons, evenings, and going to my daughter volleyball games and trying to study at night. So um, this week and next week is going to be kind of crazy for me, but Still trying to make sure that I stay focused on um, my business and having my plan in place. Good job. All right, Cliff. What are we talking about today, Cliff? So what we are talking about today is a good reason to start a business. We mm. gotta have a good conversation on a Friday, right? I think sometimes we forget that we really had good intention when we started our business. Even though we're not doing everything perfect and right and we're trying to get it right, I just want to have this conversation remind us why we started a business in the first place. So what I did is I found a list of seven things that I agreed with because you can look and do a lot of research and not agree with everything you see. I found this list of seven things I agree with and I want to get everybody's take on it. So at the top of the list, right, they said a good reason to start a business. Boy, let me back up a little bit. The reason I'm saying this in case anybody's thinking about quitting their business, so I wanted to show you one reason you started business, reason to continue your business, right? So at the top of the list, no one's to be your own boss, to be in charge. You know, most of you that have started a business, I can guarantee you this. You were sitting down working with somebody else and you probably in your head or out loud complain about the conditions of that business, what you were doing, the hours and all of that. So I always want you to remember that when you're starting a business, you're doing it to be your own boss a lot of times. And that's a good thing, a good reason. Maybe that's not everybody's reason, but that's a lot of people's reason. I can tell you this. I got tired of working with other people. I got tired of them controlling my time, my money. my. Watch this. The most important thing they controlled was my creativity. Mm -hmm. That was the part that killed me because you got all these ideas and you can't really utilize any of them as long as you're working in somebody else's dream or vision. So starting that to be my own boss didn't mean being in charge and me controlling my destiny. How many of y'all have that as one of the reasons you started your business? Oh, nobody wants to be your own boss, huh? I did, for sure, definitely. <laughs> we don't want to work with nobody else. Okay, Logan raised his hand. Raise their hand. All right, cool deal. So, number two, this is going to be the funny one, because some people probably didn't do it yet, to define your own job description. Ah, <laughs> how about that one? Let's dig into that. Oh, Joe, Joe says that's why she left for corporate job. Beyond buck to define your own job description. You ever worked the job and they gave you a job description and the job description really didn't make sense? Yes. To what, to what you can do, you know your skills. They hired you, but it's like seventy-five percent of what you really could bring to the table that's not in the job description. If you don't know this as a business owner, you get to write the rules, people. You get to write the rules. Now, the key to that is if you've never written a rule, you might want to give with somebody who knows how to write rules. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> there, there are rules that govern your destiny and where you're going, period. So 
writing your own job description is great because you can add to felicia i'm about to come your way your first job description you wrote for yourself was to get over there and do some hair but guess what you get to do as the owner rewrite that description i don't do hair i get people to do hair that's the beauty of being a business owner the ambition or the audacity to change what your job description is going to be but at the end of the day the one part you'll never erase is i'm the boss at the end of the day so remember this when it feels like your business is getting out of hand you're still in charge but you got to act like it sometimes y'all got that one that's number two number three y'all ready for this you get to turn your passion into profit yes <laughs> you get to turn your passion into profit so that's a good reason to start a business is because what i love doing and what i love being i get to do it and get paid to do it they always said that if you start a business try to start to do something that you would do for free and i promise you everything that i do now i was doing for free at one point and i loved it and then i realized hey somebody's willing to pay me for something i'm passionate about there's no other job in the world you're going to have that is something you love doing and getting paid to do it think about that why and would then, you walk away from that and then actually and and i, I think that, that that even lends more credibility to the fact that when you actually as a business owner run into situations where you're actually tired of doing that thing that you love then that's when you know it's it's a clear indicator that something yeah. that you're doing is wrong right it, it may the the passion you know was there and you're losing it but but why so it could be systems that's not in place it could be you know a number of things that in in terms of not having structure if you will so right. that that's actually a good point clip yes indeed felicia that's right, felicia that's a good point um throwing because you know for me you know i've been doing this for so long and you know i'm just i'm just to the point where i'm exhausted but i want to say this week this past weekend i actually had spoke to one of my um friends in the industry out of Alabama, and she's um doing like one-on-one -on -one classes and she and i spoke um through text message and um i was telling her that you know i needed to put courses together so i am working with her um she's helping me put some courses together besides the courses that i already have so that i can implement in my business and instead of working behind the chair so i have a few things that i'm working on because i had actually done one-on-one -on -one classes have the footage just never put it that like the the footage together to promote it so she's helping me create that cool deal all right cool deal thank you for that i liked it i likes i likes anybody else got something about passion and the profit anybody else want to throw something in there on that if not i'm moving on to the next one so this is the good part right this is the part that i'm sure many of you have been waiting for you get to increase your earning potential uh -huh. wow no job you already here's why you should start a business stay in business no job gonna ever pay you what you're worth if you got a job let me tell you what you got you got a job you got a just over broke that's what you got that's all they're gonna ever pay you just to be a little bit of above of being broke just over broke but with your own business pending you structure it right and do the right things you can always increase your earning potential you can always make more money. You can give yourself a raise. You know that? Did y'all know mm -hmm. you can give yourself a raise? I did it on my flyers. My flyers cost one amount. After listening to a couple of my good friends, I said, guess what? I deserve a raise. I increased the amount of my flyer. I gave myself a raise. There and it is. That's <laughs> there it is. You can give yourself a raise. Look, it's a sad day when you got to complain to the boss because you can't take care of your, your, your basic living, right? When you're a business owner, all you got to do is turn up the heat. You just got to do things right. You just got to get things in order. You got to sell more. Your hustle, your grind. Your boss will tell you work more hours. Imagine if you work more hours in your own business. Because that's the secret, right? Some of us are part time in that business. That's why our earning potential is where it needs to be. You got to put that investment there. You got to get in there and make it work, make it happen. But that's all in your hands. What I love about it is this, right? Imagine this. Even if you have a good paying job, no matter how much you make, imagine how much the owners make. Let's process that for a second, right? If you're making 100K a year, 
How much is the owner making if they could afford to pay you 100k a year? Now put yourself in the owner's shoes and see which position you would rather have. Would you rather be the owner or the person getting paid? That's the key, Felicia. I just wanted to say I just gave myself a raise like last week, and I was just like, I know I just went up on my prices, but I'm just like at this point, like after I finished like somebody's head, I was saying that I want to stay on one of the calls. I just was feeling like it just wasn't enough, you know, like for the work that I was putting in. So I actually just went up on my prices again, and. I'm happy. I can say the money, the little days that I was at work this week, I was happy with walking away. So don't be afraid to give yourself a raise, you know, um, because I feel like, I feel like, you know, I'm really looking at, you know, everything y'all have been saying. Like I have 27 years behind the chair, the education you know, that I have gotten to make sure that I'm an expert in what I do. So I was like, I'm giving myself another raise, you know, even though I just went up on my prices, maybe like six months ago, I, you know, when you're just not feeling like it's enough for all that you give. So um, I gave myself a raise. That's all I want to say. Boom. That's good. Give yourself a raise. Here's the part that comes from the heart. Number five, you can improve the life of others. Uh-huh. That, that part right there, that's a big reward. That's probably the part I love the most. Look, I love making money, but I love when I see somebody's life become better or more enhanced because of what I did, man. That's the that's enough to keep you going even when. So I want to I want to tie the reason I like that one because we had a, a tough discussion yesterday. It was like a heavy workout session, right? And some of y'all discovered, dang, I'm I'm really I'm not making money. But here it is maybe you're not making money yet, but you're making a difference. You're you're actually improving somebody. Joe's juices are actually helping somebody lose weight. They're helping them become healthy, make better decisions. Dana Dana's candy is is becoming somebody's comfort food when they need it. You know, it's every everybody's doing it. Uh, Logan's wings are actually helping somebody get through a, a a rough day and find lunch. Now, that's enough to stay in there. And when when we don't find it, increasing our our income potential. Now we just got to do like Dwayne said, and we just got to make sure we restructure some things and reimagine it. And imagine you're making money and you're making a difference. That's the ultimate goal for most business owners, most of them anyway, is to make a difference. And if you're not making a difference, then you're not going to make much money. I promise you that because every goal of a business owner should be solving a problem that exists. So if you focus on the problem and the solution, you can always make money. It's a byproduct of doing a good job at, at, at fo focusing on both and working together. Um. How many of y'all believe that you make a difference with your job or your business? Boom, everybody. Give me one way that your business makes a difference. Just one. Uh. Um, I just want to say before, because I have to go. Um, I know that I make a difference in the women that I do. Um, so, um, a lot of times, a lot of the women that I get in my salon are usually um, going through some um, either low self-esteem, they're coming out of a relationship, either new to motherhood, you know, different scenarios that, you know, some they're dealing with hair loss, you know, it's different scenarios. So I know that, you know, through my um, experience giving them from behind the chair, um, you know, just changing their whole um look and you know um also my customer service and making sure that i give them a hundred percent of who i am and encouraging them and praying with them and you know you know just talking them back to life basically so i know that i'm making a difference because i can just you know say this you guys if you're in it for the money you're just in it for the wrong reason you know because i know a lot of times you know um we 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 have to, we have to make money of course but you know like cliff said you know you don't want to be in the business just to make money you know and they they said this in the real estate class yesterday like if you're in it just for the money you're in it for the wrong reason like you have to be in it to be able you have to love what you do and you have to be able to make a difference in somebody's life so um 
I can say, you know, I change lives because, you know, I transform them. I make them love themselves. And when I turn them around, you know, they feel beautiful and confident walking out the salon. Love you guys. I got to go. Everybody have a blessed day. I'm going to look at all the um, calls from this week. Boom. Cool deal. Next is Jewel. Jewel, how does your business make a difference? We improve the overall mental and physical health of our clients. How do we do that? Mental health, let me tell you, it's a great feeling when you have someone help you take care of your home. A happy home helps with a happy mind. And physical, uh, we're dusting, we're sanitizing, and that's helping you um, keep your, your health up. So that is how we improve everybody. So, Jewel, if you ever think about quitting or not investing, remember all the people you're going to let down. Oh, no, baby. I ain't quitting. I'm too I deep in. I'm just reminding you. That's <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I love what I absolutely love this. Love it. And the business owner, it crosses everybody's mind to throw in that towel sometimes. It's too hard. I ain't got it. And, it, and you got to remember the people you serve. That's what you got to remember. Remember the people you serve and the difference you make. All right. Next one is Amber. What's up, my friend? I got to unmute my phone. How are y'all? You're on mute. I'm You're on mute. There we go. There we go. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes, about that. Yeah, I'm still on mute. Oh, uh, how's everybody doing this morning? But um, in, in my line of work, what I love to do is um, I'm going to talk about fitness today. But um, what it is, is I love that I get to uh, inspire people to change their lives and not just lose weight. Like I, not that I hate it, but I hate when people only think about the, the fact of losing weight because it's more of a lifestyle change that gives you longevity. So I like that I, I get to help people live longer. You know, I, I get to help people. I help them look good in the process and I help them lose weight in the process, but I get to help people live longer and just share what I've learned throughout my life. I briefly, my whole family, like a lot of people on both sides of my family are overweight. I mean, just we're in the South, African-Americans, we suffer with obesity. And I just always said growing up, like, I would look at my family and I sometimes wonder, like, golly, how did that happen? And I mean, different people, different reasons, but I just dedicated my life to staying in shape and, you know, staying healthy and helping other people also do that, you know? So uh, one of the things that I do, I like that I get to make people feel comfortable about exercising because exercise can be intimidating fitness is intimidating going into a gym is intimidating especially when you have weight issues um but I, I like to make people realize that you don't have to go in head first going hard like you just have to start where you are you know you just have to get active and you have to start moving so that's what i love about what i get to do for people and how i impact them and inspire them Damn it. awesome so amber if you ever get tired don't want to invest and feel like quitting remember all those people that will not be impacted in a positive way by what you do. So you keep Correct. doing what you do. Yes, indeed. Dana's next. Oh, she on the phone. We'll come back to you, McCon Candy Lady. All right, Joel. Joel. Okay. Well, um, when I am teaching. Um, I use the application of adjustment um, where I'm not only teaching my students, but I'm also showing them how having an education and um, how to navigate getting an education in real life, you know, how, how, how it can work for them. Because a lot of times the first day my students are talking about how overwhelmed they are and why they won't be able to complete what they need to complete. And so I go beyond the scope of teaching um, and try to reach them that way. And then with my nonprofit clients, a small business clients, specifically with grant writing, um, that's always an opportunity to educate them on sustainability because yes, we can get you this money, but let's talk about how you can keep it. And so I always try, you know, to put that in there the best way I can. And well, this well, let me tell you something, my friend. As frustrating as <laughs> like that world can be, you help a segment of business owners who are designed to be charitable in the community. If you ever decide <laughs> to not do that, we're going to have a gap in our community for charitable behavior. 
that we can actually funnel money and resources in the community in all kinds of industries, whether it be in abuse, whether it be in feeding the elderly, whatever the case may be. So don't yes. ever stop doing what you're doing. I try my best to keep it going, but you're right. It's overwhelming and it gets frustrating because people think, hey, I can get this grant because ABC got it. And this is why I can get it when a lot of times they're just not lined up to get it. And so oftentimes when doing grants, um, there's always an opportunity to do another scope of work, you know, which will help them not only get possibly get a grant, but just to improve you know the services that they offer boom awesome awesome yeah. awesome <laughs> all right my friend peggy come man i ain't heard peggy voice in them i feel deprived i've not heard peggy's beautiful voice all week she get on here she just be smiling looking like a little picasso painting on the bottom and she ain't sitting up no week i don't know if Peggy on vacation or what but we need to hear from you peggy what's happening how are you making a difference with your business uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, sorry, I missed a couple of days. I had some disturbing news about my dad, but it's it's gonna be okay. And so I've been, you know, taking them to their appointments and stuff like that. So that's why I haven't been on every day. But uh, how I make an impact on my customers is um, I change them. A lot of people when they come to me, a lot of times it's women. And um, well, in my shop. Uh, I have, I sell dresses, jumpsuits, um, short sets, two-piece sets, stuff like that. So it's not, you know, pants or jeans or tops I sell. So when women come, a lot of them come and they've never worn dresses unless they were married. That was the only dress they wore. So I help them change and get out of comfort zones. So a lot of times they're in you know, uh, jogging pants and a, a shirt or something like that. And I give them a whole new wardrobe, a whole new look. And um, that change, that that's what makes me happy. If I can get them out of their comfort zone, doing something new, um, that that's, you know, that's the joy for me. Then I've done my job. I give them the exceptional customer service, the service I expect when I, whenever I go somewhere. So um, it's like I change lives. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you keep doing what you're doing because if you don't do what you do, we're going to have a lot of women running around in sweatpants and, and fuzzy slippers and, and hair bonnets. If I finish y'all, I'm sorry. And you're going to have them out there looking ratchet. And you look, I've seen some of the women that you're style have touched i'm like dang that's what was under all the other stuff she had on she's wow. looking good now so I, wow. I, I yes. it's like i could tell when you have touched somebody in our community with your style because they come back and they, the reason i learned because they credit you and when i see yes. it, I, I see what you're doing beautifying louisiana one person at a time oh that's the slow you don't catch that right <laughs> Awesome, awesome, yeah. love it. Don't ever quit doing that. Amber, yeah. and a lot of women they think that they can't wear certain things, but right. you know, I show them that you, it just has to be the right style for you. Um, everybody's right. type, their body type won't work for everything, but we'll find something for your body type, and it's gonna work. You you say what I say all the time, Peg. I said, look, everything on the mannequin ain't for everybody. No. I mean, <laughs> but we will we have something for you that's yes, for sure. indeed. yes indeed miss <laughs> amber oh she on mute i unmuted me then i muted me back but i'm sorry i'm driving but uh what i was gonna add uh miss peggy is that when you mentioned about um you know the dresses that you sell and how like women we, we rarely have opportunity to wear dresses that's for religious reasons or whatever, like that's just what you have to wear or you're accustomed to wear. We really don't wear that that often. And uh, me especially, again, I'm in fitness, so I'm always wearing workout clothes. So people think that I'm extra, but any opportunity that I get to like dress outside of fitness clothes and jogging pants and sweatpants, that, that's <laughs> what I do. But what I read, and guys, y'all are outnumbered, so I feel the need to share this with all of the ladies, but I read someplace, if you guys haven't heard this, that a way to, to boost your energy actually and increase your mood and um i guess you know like just kind of upgrade your 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 feminine energy is to wear dresses for an extended period of time like 
it just it makes you feel like a lady to wear a dress. Yeah, just so, do so, it. Yeah. So I just I thought that was um, good when you said that about how we we women don't wear dresses that often. Like you would think that every lady's worn a dress before, but Correct. we we don't really get an opportunity to do it unless we have to, you know. So yeah. that, that was that was cool. I'm going to plug something in there and I'm going to shoot over to Dana, right? Business owners, one thing to remember is getting prepared for the day requires you to maintenance yourself. It will change how you feel. That's why businesses have uniforms on employees. And one of the things about a business owner, sometimes we get a little relaxed, which is I don't have to dress up. I don't have to do my hair. I don't have to shave. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do my makeup. And you will see a difference in your behavior if you would just put on the uniform of a business owner, whether it be a, a polo shirt that's got your logo. Wear something that makes it feel like you're in charge. I promise you, will change the way you do business that day. It's very important. I worked in luxury clothing and clothing, clothing and, and put stuff on people custom made. And I've seen the difference it makes when you put that uniform on. So if you want to be a boss, look and dress like one. And I promise yes. you, people respond to you differently too. Yes, well, I mean, obviously. I mean, because if 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 we actually ask ourselves, would we do business with someone who looked like? we look when we don't feel like getting ourselves together right you know so you, you have to you have to make sure that you know i guess back in the old days uh, uh my grandmother used to tell me don't ever wear no 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 holy draws because you never know when you got to go to the hospital right it's kind of one of those things where Amen. you never know who you gonna meet and yes day, if yes. you are right. representing your brand and you shaking hands with somebody and then you know you tell them what well, you're the business you know you're the owner of this particular business if how you look doesn't you know say that then you know it, it, it no. so but yeah good point cliff dana dana let's see she's still on the phone she's back on the phone she probably got pulled off all right who are, anybody else is available to tell us to tell us hey, oh, you sorry, go? Oh, there she go <laughs> I was on mute. My bad. My bad. Look, real quick, but I got an appointment. But um, with me selling candy, it's uh, it's a feel-good thing for me. It's a feel-good factor. Uh, I have a lot of people that think my mom makes it, and they look at, they'll ask my mom, oh, this is an old-school recipe. And then when they look at me, they're like, you don't know nothing about making candy. I'm like, I know more than what you think. And then their next response to that is, I'm comforted by it because it tastes like my mom's candy. I haven't had my mom's candy since she passed. So when they say that and they're able to reminisce about their childhood and growing up and eating candy off the spoon, that's what I like, the feedback I like from making my candy, those childhood memories and the fact that it makes you feel good. I had one customer, her son was in jail and it was right before Christmas and she called me. She said, I just need your candy. And I feel like it's going to make me feel better. When I eat your candy, I feel your love in it. So whenever I make candy, that's one thing that can't be replicated is the love that I put into it. Now, let me tell you what I just did with y'all on that particular segment, right? That was a free branding session. What you just said should be in your slogan. Everybody, all those things should be your slogan. <laughs> That's 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 exactly should be it should come from the heart. It should be a passion driven statement that just grasps everything you stand for and what you do and why you do it. That is it. My slogan is your business and my business. Everything about how I handle your business, how I would do it for my own. So that's what I bring to the table. That's what I'm passionate about, making sure you feel that way with my business. So y'all keep that in mind. Now, anybody else have want to share how your business makes a difference? Think about everybody that's able to speak. All right. So the next one, right? This makes a difference overall. There you go. Great, great customer service, educating about the skill set, uh, when I'm doing caterings, and also, you know, giving customers their money's worth when they come to the truck, you know, and educating them uh about you know items and stuff like that. And uh, we specialize in quality over quantity. All right, let me back let me back you up, Logan. I don't want to hear about what you do. I said, how does your business make a difference in my life? What's the benefit to me? Oh, it makes you feel good to come to the truck. There we go. There we go. Is Chef LA gives you an experience. All right. 
That's what I, that's what I want to hear from y'all. Like how you make a difference in my lives. And when they encounter your brand, your business, great experience. product or service, what, what are they getting out of it other than just the product? Cause notice what we're talking about is it goes beyond the product or service mm -hmm. bigger than that. So, and that's one thing I want to hear from you, Logan is, is it man, I'm looking at your face and your logo. Then I see you on the truck. I see you smiling. You got a persona. You're giving the experience. And that's what I want to hear come out your mouth because that's what I'm paying for is the experience. Right. Absolutely. Joe, what you got? How you make a difference? I feel like how I make a difference is I give people a different perspective on their fruits and vegetables because I offer a fruit and vegetable all natural juice. And one of the things that I get the most is many of people don't eat their fruits and vegetables on a regular basis. So one of the things that I tell them is, well, if you can't eat it, why don't you drink it? And with them drinking it, not only does it give them like the immediate, um, you know, benefits of what they need, but because I work so hard with how I blend uh, certain fruits and vegetables for the taste, they don't get that the the feeling or the stigma of like they're drinking like wheatgrass, but right. they're actually drinking a carrot blended with a pineapple and it actually tastes good. You know, it tastes good and they want more of it. And one of the things that like literally like makes my heart, uh, you know, jump out my chest is when I get like testimonies from many of the women who be like, hey, my husband told me call you because he, you know, shot on his beat blast. So he needs some more of his uh, his juices. So for me, it is the experience. It is the way how it makes them feel. And also to the excitement of coming back for more of it. I can't wait to try it, Joe. I tell you that I, I started juicing this, you know, this week. And man, I want to try Joe juice. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to try it either. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, Next I think Lakira was up. Yeah, Lakira. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Um, for me, uh, working, um, I'll just share about the wedding wedding industry. Um, and our um, majority, our um, Black community, we have been brought up to where, for say, weddings, um, a wedding is a big party. Um, I came in because I wanted a celebration, but I also want them to understand that they can be classy, they can be elegant, they can um, carry themselves, you know, and feel like a queen the day of their wedding. Uh -huh. So I specialize in when I come in um, with the coordinate piece and the videography piece, I try to bring a vision to, we try to bring a vision to light. And how I do that is I strictly, if I'm coordinating, I make everyone understand that this day is not about you, but the bride and the groom. I specifically put my hands in there and to the best of my ability, I make sure that anything that can go crazy, I take care of it behind the scenes. And I also, we, we have a, I don't know, you want to say tradition where we might have 67 people in the wedding. Well, some, most of the time without order is chaos. Uh -huh. um, so that's another thing I specialize in. Um, I've, I've done weddings where it, it has been 60, 70 people. You have people out of order. I come in respectfully and let them know we could carry ourselves well. We could be a big crowd, but we can do it in a fashion to where we show them we look good. So I play a big part in that role when it comes to weddings um, in our black community especially African-Americans, we who have weddings, you know, with the 50 plus crowd. Um, I just want you to feel good about yourself and not feel like you have to throw everything together or everything just has to be a party because a bride wants to be glamorous that day. They want to feel special. They want it about them. So that's where I come into play on that part. Cool. So you help keep them from being chaotic when they would be. So if you're not around, Akira, we're going to have a bunch of ratchet weddings that's going to go viral on, uh, <laughs> yeah. on TMZ. So thank you. And don't ever stop doing that, minimizing us creating a stereotype about how we do weddings. So maybe you could get in the funeral business too and help some of those straighten themselves out because they get a little crazy. Yes. Time to time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Appreciate that. 
All right. So I think we got everybody. JV, and I'm not sure if you're available to speak. Let's see. All right, cool. So, all right. So look, time is winding down. So we'll move to the next one. Here's the one that you probably need to hear the most and didn't want to hear. Why should you start a business? Because you learn to fail and you learn from your failures. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> you can't tell me to be successful if you ain't never failed before. That's my philosophy. I need somebody that has learned what the pitfalls are so you can tell me what they are, right? Don't mean you failed everything, but people, when you start a business, you're now learning to fail because we come off of a job and think we know everything to do. We get out there and everything doesn't work and then we make the necessary adjustments. And learning from your failures makes you very strong in your business. The key word is learning from and not just failing. Learning from your failures is what really educates you. Now, we shouldn't have to learn everything by being hard-headed and failing, but for the things that we didn't know, did you learn from it? So when you're a business owner, trust me, every day you probably did something wrong, but if you learn, you adjust the next day. Dwayne, you look like you're ready to jump in that one. So go ahead and pass that one to you. No, I mean, that, that, that's a very, very, very uh, uh, sensitive subject, but, uh, you know, for me, because I think you're absolutely right. You know, without failure, there's no way for you to measure um, how successful you can really be. And, you know, for, for people who know me, like really know me, you know, I've, I've gone through a lot in life, period, right? A lot of ups and downs, um, but it's, it's literally learning from all of those mistakes. That's that's why organically and, and and you know I'm proud of it because it's because of those failures I have I've, I've literally gained more than 400 business clients without doing any marketing at all um, because people now believe that when it's time for a business to get funding when it's time for a business to get structured and all of these th different things to position companies in the right way I've now become a trusted individual and company because. I've learned from all of those mistakes and I've always used myself as I guess the, 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 the guinea pig, if you will, if there's something that a business should do, I'm gonna go ahead and try it, figure out what works, what doesn't work. And once I have that recipe, now I'm pouring back into all of my clients and anyone else. Like, look, all of these things that you heard before, this isn't true, right? This is what's really happening. And when I'm talking to some of these underwriters, I never thought in a million years, that I would be in a position to where underwriters are calling me about clients' files. I never thought I would be in a position in a million years to where I can literally say, you know, here, client, you just got approved for 685000 You know what I mean? So all of those things is based on me learning from all of the failures that I've had in life. And I appreciate those failures because those failures literally put me in a position where I am today. And I'm still learning every single day. I'm learning something. So um cliff is right you know when he says failures are you know you have to have them um and just like this this wedding venue that i'm building in st martinville right i've never been a general contractor in my life but i failed in in the beginning because i spent a lot of money and i shouldn't have but now when it comes to actually building a venue from top to bottom you can't tell me nothing because i've literally dug in i've learned I've, I've 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 spent money that i shouldn't have so all of those things just make you better and better and better and you have to constantly keep learning so when you think that you're doing a poor job look at that as an opportunity to learn and grow from that yes all education comes at a price of time or money or both sometimes so that's the beauty of being a business owner so you have to be prepared to experience those filled moments and recover from that to build that legacy that you have envisioned yes 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 so the last one is you become an expert. Think about that. <laughs> Why well, start a business? Because that's the only way for you to become an expert at your particular craft is to start the business and do it every day, continuously. Um, there's a rule that we, me and one of my buddies talk about, it's called a 10,000 hour rule, right? Whatever you're gonna be good at, you're gonna have to put 10,000 hours in to be an expert. So when you have a business, you might have toyed with it, but once you go into business, this is your life and you're doing this on a regular basis. You're going to gain insight that nobody else has. People who look at a business or a job that you do with an assuming mindset. They assume they know what's going on. But once you're in there, you become the real expert. And I always point out the point about I love to point out the, the, the aspect of becoming an expert in your craft. You know why? Because I believe every viable business owner should have a, a, a financial ability in their books that they usually don't use. You know what that's called? Consulting. 
Joe, you should be consulting on Juice, and that should be a paid session. Peggy should be consulting. Amber should be consulting. Logan mm -hmm. should be consulting. If once you become an expert, you now have the right to charge people for your expertise because education costs. But but again, I, I, the key point is, as a business owner, you have to become that expert. Mm -hmm. You have to know everything there is to know about that particular thing that, that you know that service that you're offering. And the truth of the matter is, if if even experts still learn, yeah, constantly, constantly learning and and, and understanding, you know, the things that because we're, we're we're living in a in a, in a changing time, so <laughs> you have to be able to do that. But like Cliff said, once you become that that subject matter expert, then you have a right to be able to charge a fee for people to get that information because mm -hmm. look at all of the time and effort it took for you to get that information to learn that. Correct. That actually cost. <clears throat> that actually cost a lot of time, a lot of money, and. You know when you're actually presenting that to other people the, the the good thing is it's one thing to say that i'm an expert but it's another thing to have validation behind it yeah right absolutely like, how am i validating that i'm an expert what references do i have what uh, uh uh previous work history can i provide to show people that you know i've been through these things i've done that you know what i mean so a lot of that goes into studying what it is that you do becoming a master at what you do yeah and i love you say you got to have something behind you though and it's funny i had a conversation with a client a potential client the other day and they said you know do you have at least two examples of your work for websites i said with 80 work <laughs> you must not laugh. right i said that's what makes me the expert because the amount of time the credibility i have behind what i do positions me as an expert and you got to count those years in does time in and you and the thing about it an expert is just not somebody who's doing it is what Dwayne said we're constantly learning that's why i deem to be experts they're always learning always evolving always making it better and they're always making willing to give out information and for me i believe in being a can do it right which means if i learn something then i'm going to pass that information on so i can learn something new i'm ever learning so being the can do it makes you the expert and then when you get with people they can hear it you can hear an expert talk y'all know that right their conversation and the word choices that they use to instruct and direct shows you who they are. So that's the beautiful part about being a business owner that in due season, let me say that, you'll become an expert. So magic question. Something I, I don't normally do, but we're going to do it today. I just feel like we need to do it. Who in here is a praying person? <clears throat> Logan, Lakira. Okay, Lakira, we're going to choose you. Because we ain't heard your voice a whole lot so we're here today so here's what i'm going to ask you to do would you please take a quick moment and pray over all the business in this room yes father god we come to you as one unit one body and one accord we ask that you touch every business owner every person on this call every person who attempted yes, to join this call lord we ask that you just continue lord god strengthening them and giving them the knowledge and pouring what we need into each other, not to be better for ourselves, but for one another. We thank you, Father, for everything that you do for us daily. Yes. We thank you for the life in our bodies, Father thank God. You, we thank you for the push and the motivation, Father. We ask yes. that you just continue working with us to be a unity, Father God. Yes, God. A unity is so important, Father God, when it comes to us, Father God. And yes. we thank you, Lord God, that you give us everything that we thank need you, and man. will need yes, to continue in our business lives our family lives and our friendships father god in jesus name name we pray amen amen that was oh come on miss lakira <laughs> yes we're yeah. going to elevate this room man this room is going to be elevated to accommodate everybody and every need i introduced the six dimensions of wellness one of them being spiritual whatever your belief system is is irrelevant we all have to tap in and tune in so that we all get our spirit and our core person in position to take on the challenge that we will face as business owners coming together here mentally physically intellectually most economically spiritually and socially it's all important so guys look i don't have anything else if you got closing remarks go ahead and drop them off now other than that we're gonna close out this friday with a bang and come monday i'm gonna give you all a sneak peek 
Be prepared to present your new goals because Dwayne is going to be checking on y'all again. So Monday is going to be them goals again. So I'm just going to let y'all know what it's going to do and what it's going to be. So any closing remarks? I'm going to say just continue to just be prosperous in your mind. Continue to just believe. Speak it as it is already so. Do not go down a rabbit hole of thinking what you don't have and start focusing on all the things that you do have. Um, and I just want everybody to have an, an amazing weekend. I look forward to talking to everybody on Monday um, about those goals. Go ahead, Jew. I always try to find something to say. Um, I have had the pleasure and opportunity to have interacted with everybody on this call except for Miss Lakira. I haven't met her yet. But everybody else I have had a personal experience with. And I'm so excited to see everybody on and everybody when they shared what their customers benefit, they were spot on and there's more to add to it because I've either bought or ate or drank or something from everybody here. And every I'm, I'm just proud of y'all. I just want to, you know, gas y'all up on this Friday. But you too, girl. Proud of you too. Cool deal. Yeah, so that is it. Look, Karen, you and I got to connect at some point in time. That most definitely. Definitely, Actually, I got to connect with Miss Lakira too. So we're gonna we're gonna figure this thing out. Okay. Boom. Boom. And Amber, Amber is my my girl, so she has all my information. That's my baby sis. Right. So. All right, all right. There we go. Yeah. Cool deal. And this is a good one, Cliff. This is a good one, brother. It was a good one. It's a Friday. All right, y'all. So y'all have fun. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Today. From 9 30 on, it's all grinding. So y'all have a good one. Chat with some of y'all later. Peace out. All right. Bye, y'all. Have a good one.